Which players should you be keeping an eye on in the Cowboys' final preseason game? All that more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On. Locked On. Locked On. Locked On Cowboys. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We want to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms. I am Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. He is Landon McCool. Check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. Landon, we made it the final preseason game of the year. How you doing, sir? It's a double whammy, man. We got it's a Friday and it's game day. That yeah. doesn't happen very yeah. often in uh, in Cowboys Nation. So uh, even if it's a preseason game, even if half these guys half, even if three quarters to eighty five percent of the people that are playing in this game won't ever wear a Cowboys jersey uh, uh, in the regular season, it's still exciting. There's still lots to talk mm-hmm. about. I, I, and I I'm excited to get into it. Yeah, we've got like six or seven players that we're really excited to watch tonight. Uh, but before we do that, just want to tell you a little bit about the Seattle side of things. I think the plan, at least from what I've read this morning, is that Seattle's going to play their starters at least to the first half, maybe into the second half. We know that Geno Smith is starting. I don't expect to see DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, but everybody else. So this is going to be a pretty good little test for the Cowboys. We're, we're not going to see their starters, but it's not like they're going against second and third stringers here either. Unless you talk about their their quarterbacks, which are second. Well, then yes, we kind of are. This is, is kind Drew, of a second string offense, right? Have we heard if Drew Locke's playing or not? I think he is, but Geno Smith is starting. Geno Smith is starting. So, yeah, this will be a great test for, you know, mm-hmm. again, because we know the Cowboys starters aren't playing. Uh, so it's definitely going to be some down roster folks going against, you know, competition that may be a little bit upscaled from, from them. Mm-hmm. So, honestly, this will be a really, really good test for a lot of these guys. So uh, I, I'm excited, and I think this will be a really good – opportunity for some of these guys to prove that they belong on this team by playing up against competition. Yes. Uh, if someone sticks out in this situation, I think that's a really good sign that, Hey, these guys are worth keeping an eye on maybe some last minute 53 man roster configuration before uh, we make those cuts on Tuesday. Is that right? Tuesday, afternoon? Tuesday at 4 PM Eastern time, which we'll make sure that we cover. We'll have you guys set there, but uh, let's talk about some of the players that we're really yeah. interested to see. And I think the first one is Josh ball. Um, obviously his role is probably going to be bigger now with the Tyron Smith injury, but what do you expect from ball? Better football is what I expect from him. You know, I I'm hoping that, uh, he's going to get the majority of his snaps back at right tackle. Uh, I'm hoping that that will, do you expect to see him at right tackle tonight? Because I would assume that he's going to play left tackle, right? Uh, who knows at this point? I, I guess you're probably right because of all because of Tyler Smith's not playing, and obviously, I mean, Tyron Smith wouldn't have played anyways. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess maybe you're right. He's going to play at left tackle. Uh, I would love for him to get more opportunity back on the right side, just because oh, I, I I don't think that it's it's not realistic to be playing him at left tackle. Like he's not going to be the solution there. He's not uh-huh. going to be the guy that you're going to put in the start. I doubt he's even going to be the guy that you're, you're, you're putting in as the backup left tackle. I want to so, just know, can he be the backup right tackle? We have nothing in the preseason to, to know, right? Like, yeah, if he, if he is so bad at right tackle as well, then what's the point of even, even exactly. keeping him on the roster? Exactly. And that's why I feel like, and, and they probably know more than we do 
you know, about what I'm sure this level of, of talent is at yes, right tackle. Of course. of course they do. But for our sake, we would like to see him at right tackle because I think that that's ultimately his best sh- shot to play in the regular season. I mean, you're right in the sense that what are they going to do at left tackle to facilitate the game tonight? Maybe, maybe they kick Avante Collins over there. Um, I don't know, but I think that either way, uh, Josh Ball needs to have a big night. Uh, you know, simply just because we got to see some good football out of him if he's going to be part of this roster. I'm assuming they probably won't cut him. Um, but I, I mean, if if, if he doesn't show anything, I, I I can't imagine that they they can't consider it, right? L- let's pretend that Tyler Smith doesn't play Week One because of his ankle injury. There's nothing to suggest that that's possible. But let's just pretend that he doesn't. Do you think it's more likely that Josh Ball starts at left tackle and Steele plays right tackle, or do you think the Cowboys would move it where Terrence Steele plays left tackle and Josh Ball plays right tackle? I mean, if that were the situation, I would imagine that they play ball at left tackle, which is a terrible idea. Uh, I tend to think that if that were the case, that we would have a vet in by then, okay. you know, that would be coming in and playing. But, I mean, that's, you know, again, this this whole thing feels very much up in the air right now. We're getting very different, you know, readings on how, which direction they're going. And I think it's you know further complicated by the fact that Tyler Smith's not going to be able to play in this game tonight to kind of see if he can play how well he's playing left tackle at the moment. What is your read or your just kind of gut opinion on how the Cowboys are going to handle this offensive tackle thing? I tend to think that again that they're they're just going to accelerate what what was the always the plan. You know that they'll kick Tyler Smith outside the left tackle, and and they'll put Connor again Connor McGovern in at left guard simply because. You know, they already I mean, like half 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 the coaching staff or, or whoever it is that that our Connor McGovern fans want him to start. He has been playing better, better. football at the left guard position, I would say, since what the Chargers practices, I would say. Right. Yeah, sure. Um, I, and so I, I think that 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 gets you the best five offensive linemen on your on your squad currently on the field. Uh now I think that there is there's a good opportunity and a good chance that they supplement that by adding a veteran, either as a swing tackle or as competition for the left tackle or both. Can, right? Can I, can I just really quickly? On yeah, that please, point? please. I don't think they do anything this weekend. No, because there's no reason to. Yeah. I think they will make a move, not necessarily a big one, but they will make a move by Wednesday or Thursday, probably closer to Thursday if I had to guess, because. They've just got so many moving parts going on with rock, roster mechanisms and getting down to 53 guys. And I think they're going to want to hold Tyron Smith on the 53-man roster and then put him on IR. So if he does return in December, they have that option. I just think they're going to wait maybe a, a full week before they do something else. I don't I don't think you're wrong necessarily. And they may even wait longer than that, to be honest. Could be after um, week one. I guess the other question I have is, have you heard anything about whether Willetsko is playing tonight? No I, I think it's worth asking. <laughs> and we, we have no idea. And and, and 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 to be fair, like, you know, he practiced. I don't know if they Tuesday. know. Honestly, they might not yeah. know until they get out there. Honestly, that, that may be the truth. And, and, and I think the reason I was just going to say the reason that we don't know is because they certainly haven't talked to anybody outside the building about it yet. No. Well, let's go was in practice on Tuesday. He, I saw him taking reps with team. I'm assuming I didn't hear anything about him being in practice on Wednesday, but we also didn't get the same level of kind of video right. access or, or reporting for practice for practice on Wednesday. I I don't know whether or not he continued to take team or even dressed out or, 
or I don't know what his status was for the Wednesday practice. I don't know how they viewed how he came out of Tuesday's practice looking, but I'm wondering if there's any opportunity, chance that he plays tonight. Um, if, if he made it through those practices. Okay. And if that's the case, you know, maybe that changes some of the angles on this or, or at least that kind of makes you feel like you could get through, you know, week one and, and then sign a, a, a veteran swing guy that you don't have a guaranteed contract for. I, I don't know. I, I guess my other question for you is because I keep debating this back and forth. Do you think that there is a, and I, I know this is a game preview, but just real quick, do you think that there is a chance that, that they make a big swing, right. And, and trade for like a younger talented long-term option at left tackle, I know Tunsil's been kind of thrown yeah. out the window by some folks, but I mean, if they if they found somebody kind of in that Isaiah Win Tunsil younger tackle that they could look forward with, do you think that they would trade a big pick for something like that? No, because I still think they believe Tyron Smith is going to be here for a while. Like just the mm. way that Jerry Jones was talking yesterday on uh, first take on ESPN, and then at the event they had, like he was talking about, hey, Tyron's only thirty-one. Uh, he wants to be back out here really bad. He's under contract. Like, I, I don't get the sense that they believe Tyron is done. Now, he might be, but I, I think they just want to get through the first th- three months of the season and then kind of see where we're at. It'll be interesting to see exactly what the talk is about. A ty- I mean, I would love to hear what Tyron's plans are. Or, well, you know, Mike, that's, that's Mike, McCarthy, Mike McCarthy said yesterday, he said, we won't really know the timeline until after the surgery and they get in there, which the surgery is happening today. So maybe we'll know more. Maybe if, if they all of a sudden on Monday morning, put them on the reserve list, just ending a season. I think there's a possibility that we just never see him again. But if, Hey, McCarthy's on Monday saying, Hey, Surgery went really well. We're really excited. He'll be back in three optimistic. days. <laughs> we'll, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they said, hey, there's a chance we could have him back by Thanksgiving. Like, that's the way that they might be talking if they're optimistic about it. Yeah, it could be that the window of of uh, the, the spectrum of, of possible outcomes on timelines could be very wide. And, yeah. and maybe it could be shorter than what we're expecting. It could be longer. So could they don't know longer, and, right? until until they get in there. So yeah. maybe we'll get some more information along those lines later. All right, let's, uh, let's talk about some other uh, players that we're excited to see. But before we do that, I want to tell you guys about Dave. Dave is the banking app that can get you money when you absolutely need it. They can get you up to $500 instantly with extra cash. We know unexpected expenses come up, but Dave can help you get out of a pinch when you really, really need it. That is more money to fill your bank, uh, your tank, buy a wedding gift, or catch up on bills. You can finally tackle those expenses that have been stressing you out without any hangups. There is no interest and no credit check needed. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief that they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch and you need some extra help, Download Dave and think of it as a helping hand from future you. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That is D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve, member FDIC. All right, let's talk about Will Greer, who is expected to play quite a bit for the Cowboys uh, here on Friday night. Uh, I did see a report that the groin is still bothering him. They're not going to do any read options. They're probably not going to have see him scrambling a ton. 
but he's somebody who's certainly in a competition for the number two quarterback job right now. Yeah, absolutely. I, mean, I think that that, uh, that job is still wide open. I think even with Cooper Rush's struggles in that first game, you know, he built up so much cachet with that Minnesota game last year. They're going to continue to give him the benefit of the doubt. Um, and, you know, I, I, I think that he – what we've seen from Greer, maybe not in the games, but has been more than what we've seen from Gilbert last year, right? And, and I think that there's a chance that – you know, if he plays a good game tonight, that this suddenly becomes a, a, a very interesting conversation. I I still wonder, like, you know, we just have this game and then the weekend and then Tuesday's cut down day. Like, that seems like a kind of a, a expedited process to try to figure out exactly, you know, who's going to be your backup quarterback. Uh, but we'll I, I, I tend to think that, the safe way to play this more than likely would be ride with Greer, have him on the roster, cut Cooper Rush, because I just don't know how much – I don't know how much interest there is league-wide for Cooper Rush. I mean, maybe maybe there's more since he won that Minnesota game and they can point to that. But, uh, I, yeah, I don't know. that. I think if, if you're if, – if you would like to keep both quarterbacks, you know, maybe one on the practice squad – uh, I think that of the two, Cooper Rush to me seems like the one that would be most likely to make it through waivers. Uh, and, you know, because of the situation with the Cowboys being so mm-hmm. familiar with him that he decides to stay with the team. So I, I think Greer needs to have a big game if he wants to kind of, conf- you know, firmly take a grasp of that, uh, of that, of that QB2 uh, job. But I think sure. it's, it's, it's going to be difficult because if they're playing against starters, uh, and he's obviously got quite a depleted offensive line, uh, it, it, and, and obviously the groin injury. Uh, it, it it could be kind of a difficult uphill battle for him a little bit. Uh, I would also talk about the running backs. Um, yeah. We really like what we've seen from Rico Daddle this year. Uh, Malik has been Malik Davis has been really good. I I think Daddle is the better player. I I think it's. I'm not even sure it's close. But my question is, are either of these running backs good enough? to make the initial 53-man roster. Because the more I look at the 53-man roster, I keep thinking, okay, how are we going to be able to keep all these guys that need to go on the injured reserve list? Are either of these two so good that we can't afford to sub, you know, to subject them to waivers? And right now my answer is no. Like I think you could cut both of these guys initially and grab Dowdle after the first round of cuts because I'm just not sure that Dowdle is going to be all that interesting to any other team and you know after the first round of waivers yeah i mean i think that i I think that they're gonna keep at least three and then try to sneak a fourth uh you're saying on the roster on the practice squad on the roster i'm sorry Um, i I would be shocked if they keep a fourth or fourth running back to be honest yeah on the on the roster i would be too uh I, i think i think they keep three on the roster and then uh they try to sneak the fourth one onto the practice squad uh and i tend to think that it's going to be dowdle as well uh but i i mean i think if you really needed to you probably could sneak both of them through um i don't know i mean just just because i generally think that that gets overstated and, and a lot of the guys that you end up cut teams like their, their players and they don't yeah, necessarily and, steal. and every team has running backs that they like. Yeah, especially that, that's backs, the thing yeah. for me is every team has three or four running backs that they're really excited about. 
I don't know if a undrafted free agent Rico Dowdle is all of a sudden going to make somebody else's 53-man roster. Like That just seems hard for me to believe. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's just a lot of lot of running backs out there. So and it's, it's part of the reason that that you know the middle class of running backs it's it's hard to yeah. parse through them. So yeah, I think that the, the I tend to think that they'll keep one. I bet that they could cut both and still retain uh, both. Of them what I would love to see tonight is Rico Dowdle be so good, and you just have a monster game, but the Cowboys can't afford to cut him. Like that's what I would like to see happen. Will it? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, all right. We've got quite a few defensive players that I want to talk about that. I, I, frankly, the defense is just so much more interesting and entertaining to me than the offense. But before we do that, I want to tell you about Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your betting needs. Find all of your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find new reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports wagering information from live in game betting, scores, and podcasts. They have you covered. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening right now. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, Landon, let's start with the defensive backs. Kelvin Joseph, Nation Wright, I think Joseph has been better in the preseason than Wright, but I think both of these guys need to have strong games tonight. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I think the Cowboys aren't necessarily interested in giving up on either of these guys. We'll see. But I do think that uh, that Joseph has had a little bit better practices and a little bit better game these last few weeks. Um, it's good to see him start to come on a little bit. Uh uh, I think that that you know, with Deron Bland playing the way he has been, that it's put a lot of pressure on both of those guys to p- perform better. So I, honestly, I think all three of those guys, especially against the fact that they're going against the the ones, right? Yeah. Uh, that th- I think it's a lot of opportunity for those guys to kind of see, you know, what they can do against a, a starting a starting NFL offense. In the Nation Wright's case, like, yeah. can he be good enough on special teams so that you can move on from CJ Goodwin? I. Until they actually cut C.J. Goodman and don't bring it back, I have a hard time believing that he's not going to be on this team. But, I mean, that's I think that's something the Cowboys would like to have happen, right? If Nation Wright can be close to Goodwin, maybe they do move on. I think the thing about Goodwin that re- they really like is, obviously, it's another vested vet that they can trust to come back to the team if they cut him and, and use him as a, kind of a roster mechanism around the cut time de- down time. Yep. But I agree. Like, he's expensive. He's older. He's I, think he's almost 30 years old mm-hmm. uh and you know it, it we have been keeping a roster spot for him basically to be exclusively a special teams ace so uh, there are a lot of players in a lot of these spots including wide receiver right that are are able to play special teams that you that didn't necessarily have last year i mean cedric wilson did some stuff uh obviously noah brown was on this team but now yep. you've got Simi. you potentially could have houston on the roster you, you're, you've got noah back all those guys are going to play some special teams. So, uh, and then you know you look at the safe, the number of safeties that they're keeping. Uh, they're they're already going to be keeping a large number of cornerbacks. That's why we're having this conversation. Um, so I, I feel, and they've got some defensive ends. I think that also are are kind of able to kind of function in that role. Um, so the question now becomes: Does CJ's role uh, become as necessary as it was in previous seasons, especially when considering the amount of money he's making? Right. And the fact that he's taking up a roster spot without being on offense or defense. So uh, I, I think these guys kind of proving that they can handle that role and take that over might make someone like CJ Goodwin expendable. 
but like you said, they may have to kill Bones Fossil before they ever like not you know make him right. put him on the fifty three man right. roster. I I don't know if it's something we should actually necessarily hope for. Yeah. And then of course we're gonna watch Marquise Bell. We'll see about Israel Makamu, who's played the most snaps on defense of any player so far. Those guys we talk about them a lot, but a couple other others. Luke Gifford, who I think has had a really, really good preseason. I, I, I want to see, can he continue it? And then Devin Harper, who the Cowboys really drafted to be like a special teams ace. Is there a spot for him on the roster? Because right now I would say no. And I, I think you would say no for both of these guys. Linebacker's tough, man, because you've got two to three players on your in your safety squad that you know that you want to keep because of their talent that can do a lot of the linebacker things that you want. So, I mean, whether it's Mukamu or, or uh, Bell or – I mean, we know that Curse is already kind of that guy. Uh, you've got guys who can, you know, fill those roles as while also being able to fill some safety roles as well. So it really does put a lot of pressure on, you know, guys like Gifford who mm-hmm. has been good. There's no doubt. and is Obviously really, really, really uh, well-respected as a special teams player as well. Uh, it puts a lot of pressure on them to kind of, you know, see if they can, uh, uh, if, if he has a spot on this roster. Gifford, uh, again, I think could easily, it's, I think the same for Harper, could be one of these guys that maybe, you know, ends up on the practice squad and that gets called up every week or something like that, or it gets called up a couple weeks uh, just to kind of, you know, fill in the roster and, and play some special team snaps. But, uh, you know, in a league where, uh, athletic linebackers are, are kind of becoming more and more in trend. Uh, it may be difficult to get someone like yeah. Harper uh, that he, you know, because he's a draft pick. That's what, that's the difference. I think mostly between him and a lot of other folks is that he's a fresh draft pick. So I think some people would maybe take a chance on some, someone like that, as opposed to an undrafted running back who's coming right. off hip surgery and another undrafted running back uh, who was the you know running back two on his college team. So uh, I, I think that, I think that, the Cowboys on my 53 man roster, I only have four linebackers because of the reasons I just stated. Um, but it's not that Luke Gifford hasn't played well enough. I mean, Gifford specifically hasn't played well enough to make this team. He has, it's right. just going to be interesting to see exactly how that all shakes out because of all the, the way that all the depth that the Cowboys have in the second level of their defense. My guess is the Cowboys will find a spot for Luke Gifford just because he's he does play a lot of special teams. He has been better at linebacker, and he allows them just to – I mean, I wouldn't say he allows them to have Micah Parsons be this kind of Swiss Army knife, but it just gives them another option, right? If Leighton Van Der Esch gets banged up and he has a history of being injured, it gives you another competent linebacker. So I'll, we'll see on Gifford. I do think he needs a strong performance tonight. Anybody else on the defensive line that you're keeping an eye on? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I think – some of these, I mean, John Ridgeway, we haven't seen a ton of. He's a draft pick. I think he's going to make the team, but we just haven't seen very much of him. So I think he'll get a large load of snaps tonight. I wouldn't um, be surprised if he tweaks his ankle tonight. I, I'm hoping for it. But <laughs> I mean, in, in the best sorry, possible way. For, for those of you that aren't watching on YouTube, we we mean that as a. Is there a chance that he has an injury yeah. that the Cowboys could maybe stash him for her, for a year, a la? Josh Ball, we'll see. Or even just for a couple of weeks until yeah. you need him, right? Yeah, yeah, I just think, yeah, I, I think it, it'd be great for one of these guys to like, you know, get a minor tweak and be able to kind of be stashed on. I mean, honestly, even if it's a situation where they 
tweak it, you keep them on the initial 53. And then, you and then they're, they're one of the ones that you move off onto a roster to bring back, you know, your kicker, your, your snapper, your punter, or whatever. So, uh, yeah, I think him. Uh, the, the other name that to kind of keep in mind, and we're talking about kind of real, real down roster guys, is uh, Josiah Bronson. Number ninety-four, who has had really good games these last two weeks, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he's been a guy that it's funny that his name's kind of come up because I, I've had several different instances uh, at camp where uh, where I noticed him and I thought if I thought he was Sam Williams, mm-hmm. uh, and then I was oh no, it's ninety-four, not fifty-four. They mm-hmm. they pull their jerseys up at training camp and they don't let us look at the jersey numbers very well sometimes. So, uh, yeah, and, and I think he's really showed up these last few few weeks. The Cowboys have incredible depth in the defensive line right now, which is crazy to say. Uh, but I think you know if the Cowboys were potentially going to look at facilitating a trade at some point, I think it's going to be somewhere on this defensive line or or in this cornerback room. So, look at some of these down roster folks because not necessarily because they'll get traded, which you know they may. But more like, you know, oh, if we were to trade a uh, Tristan Hill, mm-hmm. does that mean that we're going to hold on to one of these other younger guys that we're potentially looking at that we think has had a really good camp? So I, I would I would definitely pay attention to the down roster defensive line, especially the defensive tackles. Yeah, if you're not familiar familiar with Josiah Brunson, he's a six foot three, 300 pound defensive tackle who is uh, pretty twitchy. He's just not super long. Maybe he finds a, a way to, to make the roster. I think he's a lock to make the practice squad if he doesn't make the 53-man roster, but somebody to keep an eye on. So, uh, All right, that is it for today's show. We want to thank you for making Locked On Cowboys your first listen today. Now make your second listen to Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, fantasy expert Vinny Iyer brings over 20 years of NFL expertise and a unique angle to give you the moves no one else has. Get ready for your fantasy draft with Locked On Fantasy Football you can follow our show, the Lockdown Cowboys podcast on YouTube. You can download the podcast wherever you get podcasts. You can follow Landon at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. Enjoy the final preseason game. We'll see you guys soon.